Welcome, everybody, to the Homewrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hello. Hi. Hi. How goes it? It goes awesome. Lee. Tremendous. Yeah. Awesomely. Great. Yes. So Awesomely tremendous. There we go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're playing with a new setup here. Yes, we Hopefully are. Hopefully we sound okay for everybody. Yes, we're trying trying new and different things. We had some issues last time. Our friend Rambo was on with the audio. And so we got a totally different setup and new mics. And I think the audio will be much, much better this time. I think so. Mm-hmm. And actually, we are going to be putting out if it's not not already out by the time you listen to this, uh, the Rambo episode will be re-released. Uh, I played around with the audio and cleaned it up a little bit. So you can hear them better. Yeah, for whatever reason, the way it recorded uh, before, the, the YouTube version, the video version came out fine. Yeah. But for whatever reason, didn't translate too, too well uh, over onto the audio side. Mm-hmm. So... Apologies for anybody that listened. Uh, there was quite a few people that listened, and yeah. uh, apologies for that. We did the best we could, but it's it's uh, getting put out again if it hasn't been already mm-hmm. by the time you hear this. So, but yeah, we got some new toys, so hopefully everything yeah, sounds yeah. better. Having some fun with all the new gadgetry mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Yes. But speaking of fun, today we're gonna have some fun. Oh yes. Talking to returning guests. Human vibration and also Rambo. As, as Monique just mentioned, Rambo. Yes. So yep. Friends. Two for the price of one. Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So a great interview. We we break down uh, and talk about the Elisa Lamb mm-hmm. case, uh, specifically the documentary that came out on the Netflix. Netflix. Yes. Uh the, I think it was it called Terror at the Cecil? I forget. I, I, I I've already forgotten the name. Unbelievable. But it's the documentaries on Netflix uh, about the Elisa Lamb case. I think there's one on Netflix. Yes, and Lamb. we break it up, uh, break it down. Well, you'll hear coming up here in a second. So, yes. without any further ado, let's get right to that interview. Here we go. All right, so we are back, and we are joined by Human Vibration, and also Rambo yes. is back with us as well. We got we got two. Today, and we're going to be talking about Elisa Lamb and that whole case and story. Yes. I was just thinking, we got two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. Sure. (laughs) I'm a dork. I know. Before we get started, though, do you guys want to tell us about your new podcast? Because it's pretty awesome. Yes. It really is. 
Yeah. So I'm human vibration. <laughs> uh, J, uh, JK. And so me and Rainbow and Murph, he's, you guys just mentioned, and we were talking a little bit before we started going that you are going to be talking to Murph later. So that's yes. an episode coming up with y'all. That's going to be great. But yeah, me, Rainbow and Murph, we started a podcast together where we just get together and talk about everything, you know, current events as it relates to reality, our ideas of reality, the world we're living in, you know, one of the things that we do is just question the day-to-day um, fabrications and fakeries that we kind of see through the media and through these stories that really, you know, shape our lives. And we just have been doing that on Twitter and we decided to get together and have recorded conversations about it. And it's been really fun. So, so far, we've recorded two episodes. So. Awesome. What is the name? Share the name oh. so people can find you. Real Eyes Radio. Real Eyes Real Radio. Eyes Radio. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I like it. We kind of got that from Rambo's um one in Rambo's profile picture, he has the real eyes, real eyes, real lies. Yeah. Kind of, you know, the, the phrase that is kind of really popular in the truth community, the truth seeking community. So kind of made sense. Got went all together with that. Yeah. So real eyes radio. And how can people find you? It is on all major podcast platforms. And we're actually partnering with the Black Pill Radio Group with Black, uh, the Black Pill. Um, the guys that were formerly with Hold Up, they now have like a new a new name to their to their show, and they've kind of forming more of a network. And so we are we're doing eight episodes kind of on their through their little channel, and um, so you can see we're on their YouTube channel. Our our videos are going to be on their YouTube channel, and then we have our own channel for all of the all on all the podcast platforms. You can just find us under under Realize Radio. So excellent! Sorry. I know Pretty we, we awesome. listened to the first one yeah, already, and really it good. was fabulous. So. Thank you guys for doing that. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. It's been great trying it out and getting to get it all all your stuff off your chest every weekend. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're so we're we have really understood how much work goes into this whole thing. Though we have so much more respect for the podcasters and the community for you guys, everything that you're doing. I mean, the number of episodes that you have and the way that you put them together, and I I can tell the amount of research that you guys do that goes into everything and it's a full-time endeavor it really is <laughs> yeah, yeah it never ends it, it's fun yeah it's the only reason we do it but yeah it's definitely it, it pretty much takes up a lot of your time yeah. most of your time yeah so, but yeah it's fun we like doing it's it. It's worth it. Yeah, and it brings absolutely. us, it connects us to people like you guys, uh, mm -hmm. just with what we're doing. And with each episode, I think if we didn't have this podcast, we'd still have the conversations we have, but I don't know if we'd put as much research into it and as much thought into it. And the networking, I wouldn't be on social media at all. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, how we found each other. Yeah. So I look at it like... It, it brings us to where we are, so it's more than worth it. Totally. Yeah. I agree. 100%. Yeah, the effort feels, and you said it's fun. It is fun. It's a, it's a fun endeavor, and you're doing it for yourself. You're not You're not under anybody else's clock other right. than your own. You know? Exactly. Yeah, so it feels, it, feels, it feels really nice. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, one of the things I thought of as you now have your own podcast with the three of you, one thing I've heard both human vibration and Rambo, both of you say is you didn't really have anyone to talk about these ideas with these theories, these questions. And now again, yeah, you have people to talk to. Yeah. We have a whole little community around us. Yeah. yeah. 
So I want to bring up the elephant in the room, and I'm I don't know if anyone's brought it up to you if they've asked you about this, but I want to know how has anyone asked if you guys are fake, if you're CGI? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. If maybe you're spreading disinformation. Yeah. 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 Was that yeah, the elephant in the room? Getting that. Yeah. We're actually getting that, <laughs> actually getting that a lot. lot. Right now, we're getting that a lot. Um, really? Well, people are asking, you know, not necessarily the disinformation element, but people, there's like a, a we've noticed um, an uptick in this this labeling of what we're doing as, um, as like everything is fake, mm -hmm. as if that's what we're trying to communicate, that everything is fake and you should just not believe anything and nothing is real and nothing matters. And um, I feel like there's a, there's a, a push to, 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 to make it seem like that's what our message is, which I don't believe that that's what our message is at all. I think that we really try to hunt out what is real and what is meaningful and also point out what is distracting us from the real and meaningful. Um, and so it's kind of interesting. But yeah, people do people do wonder if we're fake. I'll, I get that a lot. If yeah, I'm a, that we're trying yeah. to confuse people mm -hmm. with what they believe is reality and stuff. And in my opinion, it is everything is fake like we're seeing on the screen, but what it causes isn't fake. But people could argue right, yeah. they see you on well the screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So so that's why I think it's easy one could question it. But I think that's good. I think the whole point is we want people to question stuff and think about it. I have made a pointed turn recently to be more human on the human vibration side of, of things. I think for my first year getting getting it kind of set up, getting establishing like even the identity of what human vibration, what the focus was. Um, I think I felt very protective of keeping it anonymous. It was, I was very protective of that idea um, because I was still so new to sharing all of those thoughts. It was still so dangerous to me to have to, and so it was like I had to have a, an anonymous profile but something that I have learned from myself from human vibration I have learned to not fear to not fear anything and just to be be more all the things that I thought that I was uh, that the reasons that I was fearing not being tr more personable with it was I was I had just, I had a lot of fears just built up and I, I realized that all those fears didn't matter once I just led more fully into that that version of myself and instead of having like a human vibration and a totally separate person in the quote-unquote real world once I started aligning those two efforts together things really changed for the better I think more yeah meaningful. it's like they're slowly kind of starting to meld together a little bit mm -hmm. yeah, it's like a, it's a good way with Twitter it's like a good way to say what you see without really putting your face to it because people can upset people some of the stuff that we actually say you know People are taking this stuff seriously. So it's good. I think Twitter's been good for that. You can be anonymous and you can just basically say what you believe and without really anyone being able to label it to you as a person mm -hmm. of like you're in a phobic or anything because that's what can happen, you know, or even just crazy, you know, say people don't die and stuff like that. You know, it's. Mm -hmm. Well, I think if you go to work, and you say, oh, yeah, you know, like Jean-Benet Ramsey, she didn't exist. <laughs> you know, like you start seeing these things like people are going to look at you like you're fucking crazy. You, they are. And they you will. don't want to deal they with don't. that. Like I, I've gotten to the point where in my life I, you know, I speak my truth. But I just sometimes I decide 
I'm not going to speak everything. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because I just don't want to deal with it. It's not worth my energy in explaining everything because I, I can feel the energy and I can feel when somebody might be interested. But when you have people or you know people who are just going to shut you down, if it's not exactly what they believe, it's like, this isn't my fight. It's not a fight. It's just I want to communicate. But if you don't want to listen or you want to be agitated by what I say, then I'm not going to bother. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you do find yourself dimming your own light just so you can be copacetic and not experience spark someone else because you know that your inner light will will spark like a wildfire of rage or whatever and or you know it, it's a good way of putting it from somebody yeah. else yeah. and so we I, I do this i know exactly what you mean like you you just kind of dim yourself and smile and go uh-huh 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 sure oh yeah that's interesting and you just don't say anything that's on your mind and you just you 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 and i think over time if we practice this dimming of our inner light the light will dim mm-hmm. will diminish um where if you <laughs> You know, you have more of a fucking attitude all the time. And yeah, it's going to ruffle a lot of feathers. And you might not it might well, be great in your real life. But it practicing that, like always saying it out loud, no matter what the ramifications are, even if the ramifications are bad, maybe that's the radical truth telling that we need. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't do that in my life. I dim my light all the time. I, so I, I'm trying to do baby steps. Baby I'm trying steps. to do like, OK, I'm starting with this mm-hmm. and I'm going to work them up there, you know, get mm-hmm. just kind of step by step, get them there. It's not worth it for everyone. So I know what you mean. Like, you don't want to have to like try to, you don't always need to shine your light to the Starbucks lady who got your order wrong. <laughs> you know? Just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Let it go. Absolutely. All right. So do we want to get into this Elisa Lamb case? Yeah, let's get into it. So did everybody's watched the Netflix documentary, right? Yes. We're right. talking about the net, the documentary on Netflix. It is called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. And Alex and I had watched it, and we had thoughts that came through our mind while watching it. Oh, and right so away. <laughs> I think it was like oh, the yeah. next day, I'm like texting Human Vibration, like, um, let's do, like, have you seen it? Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> Yeah, you were like, um, there's this, there's this documentary, and I think it might be up your alley, so we usually <laughs> watch it and then let's talk. Mm-hmm. So, and I had heard about it. I'd heard about the case. Um, it, you know, it's it's been one of those that hangs around and always comes back, and you always see that one image of her of smiling, and then the, of course the image of her in the elevator. Yeah, I'll you know I'll let you guys really tee it up, but it's it's something that I was aware of, but I hadn't really I hadn't looked at it in a long time. And once Monique brought it back up to me, everything, all those unanswerable questions, all those mysteries that I'd been so fascinated by, it all kind of looked, it all kind of looked a little bit different once I took a new, a new look at the case. So it's been fun. It's been fun to try, try this new lens at everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's been like a viral, a viral episode. I mean, everyone's talking about it. So. Mm-hmm. It was when it's ha- it was in 2013 when yeah. it first happened. It was very viral, and then this documentary has caused it to go viral again for that, sure. That's how yeah. I found out about it. Was people mm-hmm. talking about it on Twitter, and I'm like, "What is this?" And I was like, "This case sounds so familiar." Mm-hmm. And it was when they talked about the video from the elevator. So I'll, I'll just quick do a quick rundown. Uh, you were aware of it before, though. Yeah, because right? I remember back in 2013 yeah. when yeah, she was yeah. missing, and the video was released of her in the elevator, yeah. and. Everyone thought it was a ghost. Everyone thought that she was being chased by a ghost. And I remember the way the video was. They were talking about like her fingers, the way she was moving her hands. And 
her hands looked kind of elongated and people mm-hmm. thought it was some kind of ghost or poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Her but, hands did look extremely strange. Yeah. Yes. They kept commenting. That was a big thing that they, they focused on the documentary is with mm-hmm. the hand gestures. But nobody talked about how weird her fingers looked. They just talked about how strange her hand movements were. But, but nobody yeah. said, and during the strange hand movements, her fingers grew four inches. Yeah, th- right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Back in 2013, I remember because I, I remember watching that video online. Did you notice it back then? Yeah. Well, yeah. It was like, okay, what's going on with her hands? I was like, something's wrong, but I didn't think it was a ghost. I was Mm -hmm. like, there's something else off, but I I didn't know what it was. Everything. I didn't see anything when I saw it back then. I I was just like, oh, what a spooky, what a spooky story. (laughs) I was the same way. I was like, whoa, this is spooky. What is this? Is it a ghost? I didn't notice the hands. I mean, now- now I do. Now I noticed it right away when we watched it because I hadn't seen the video in you know however long, however many years uh, until it was on the documentary, and I'm like, look at her hands. What's up with the fingers? Like and now it's, it's like okay, every, when you look through the lens of everything's fake for the most part, speculating, it kind of it kind of changes <laughs> your perspective on everything. I feel, but so yeah oh go ahead the the everything fake is you know the everything's fake lens it's more of whatever is being put in front of us to mesmerize and fascinate and um rambo brought up this this concept of being mesmerized the the idea of of it's 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 a a state where you literally cannot look away you are you're unable to it's trance your own you're in a trance you're mesmerized in these stories i think that that's one of the things that they do so well is they they mesmerize us where we can't look away we we have to learn more we have to and nothing ever makes sense there's no resolution to be found which keeps us just searching for more and searching right. for more and searching for more yeah and the word mes- mesmerized comes from if blanking on his first name and i should know this but uh the last name is mesmer and he was a hypnotist mm-hmm. that's right with a swirling yeah the swirling. so yeah. yeah and that's it, it's and i've been saying it for a while it's like it's a hypnosis that mm-hmm. we get put under this trance that we get put under by people and these these entertaining these these stories these entertaining stories yeah they can built make in. viral like I'd never heard of this Elisa Lamb until recently and it, when it's come on Netflix but now everybody's heard of it you know they want us they want us to see this program they want us to watch this series yes being pushed for us yeah and, and, and it makes you wonder why you know yeah, like what's why? what's the well, yeah I have, I, I have my theory as to why why they have why things like this get pushed forward, um, which we can get to, if you want. Um, and that is- Yeah, the, what is it? Yeah, uh, let's hear it. <laughs> so I feel like, I'm gonna say that I feel like after watching the series, I feel like it was all CGI and the only bits that wasn't was the interviews of the, 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 the actors. The characters. The, yeah, the, the characters. The manager. The, the, yeah, and the police officer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like they was, just ca- characters and I feel like a lot of how they've shown us the hotel and stuff it was a lot of the times it looked CGI mm-hmm. and be- from that series now that they've been able to make it tourist attraction so out of that hotel mm-hmm. yes. you know, and, and it's made viral and something a point what I thought as well in in the series it says the video reached 25 million views of Elisa Lamb and it, now it's live and it's on Netflix and it's still only on 30 million now. Which Of her Netflix mm. show? 
or of, yeah, the, of, of the of the um, Elisa Lamb series. It's still only on thirty million now. So yeah, where'd that initial twenty-five million come from? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah. how popular was it before then? Because I'd never heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And I went, I went, I went through the whole thing looking for clues, really, of what I feel was wrong. What, what, how they were trying to show us this. And the very first, from the very first episode. 10 minutes in, just after it says, and this is about the Elisa, the fifth appearance of Elisa Lamb. A bus drives past it up. I, I nearly sent it to you the other day. And it's an orange bus, and it's got the number 33 on the front of it. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh, the colour orange is the only number, the only colour that's um, number 33 in numerology. It's the only colour that equals to 33. And then the bus number is 33. And it was right there on the first episode, wow. 10 minutes in. Jeez. Thought, right, that's a signature of what. <laughs> I missed that, but wow, good catch. Wow. Did you notice the name of the production company? Mm-mm. Third Eye Production. Oh, is wow. That what it was called? Yeah. I, and I was like, okay, yeah. this is fake. <laughs> Part of me is like, anything that's a production. Mm-hmm. They're kind of telling you. Yeah, they're, they're kind of telling you. you. Yeah. You know, the thing that got me, uh, of course, you know, I'm on my, my color theories, but the, I, I, from just from the, from the first scene, the, I felt like there was an in, in, a purposeful inclusion of purples into what everyone was wearing, all the characters. And magentas. The, the lighting, mag- a lot of magenta, a lot, lot of magenta. magenta. And magenta is the most powerful of all, of all the, the, the color illusions. Magenta is the, the, the center point, the most powerful. And so when you see magenta, it's kind of telling you that what you're, what you're watching is, is an illusion. And I noticed the hotel manager wore a lot of magenta. And I noticed um, Elisa Lamb herself, and all, the photog- all the photos of her, she was usually wearing some sort of purple. Yes, yeah. I looked at mm-hmm. the pictures. Yeah. Like ninety nine percent of the pictures, mm-hmm. purple, purple. What Maybe color was her mom's there. coat? Purple, well, purple. Yeah, purple. Her family owner and the family. You know, the the one thing that they said uh, is that the family, you know, they were at the press conference and the mom. You know, they didn't speak. That was they made a big part of like the family not speaking and the dad just looked very you know dour and and you know concerned and the mom was overwhelmed with emotion but they didn't speak and I felt that that was like uh, they they kept saying that the family wasn't going to speak the family wasn't going to speak and in my mind I kept thinking like maybe they're not even there maybe they really can't speak like they are it's just they're just it's like a video feed these people are exist and they're just they look they, it looks like the family is off in the corner but they're really not and there's no way they could say anything anyway and so they're just kind of but they need to have this idea this visual yeah. of this family it was I, kind of strange the way they kept being like well they're not going to say anything so don't listen to them i did a little yeah. research on the family Ooh, tell me because they owned a they own the mother and father supposedly in canada owned a yes so i i took some notes just because i don't want to forget so elisa's parents um, their names are, where is it? David, David and Yina Lamb. And they own Paul's Restaurant in North Burnaby, Vancouver, Canada. I did a search online. Usually when you look online, you can find tax information, property information, mm-hmm. who owns it. It looks like there was change of ownership at some time. Um, it might've been like 2015, but I couldn't find their names on anything. The only thing I could find is people making comments about that's Elisa Lamb's family's restaurant. Right. That was that's the so only thing I could find. That's so interesting. And the sister. Her sister. That's right. That was a big part of the the big part of the story. So Sarah Lamb, her sister, I went on IMDb and there's an actress, Sarah Lamb. 
but not her. Mm -hmm. But then I went on again the other day because it's been a few weeks in between. And now the sister, Sarah Lamb, is on IMDb all of a sudden for this documentary that she wasn't even in other than like the video and pictures. She didn't talk in it. But yet she's on IMDb. It was really weird. And didn't they use the sister to reinforce how big the blog was? Like her, like she would journal. She was a big journaler, and, and and I guess that was just a big part of the story. Is like these these blog posts and the Tumblr. The yeah, the tum- was it Tumblr? Tumblr. That's what yes. it is. Yeah. Do you know what? Did you catch her name? Uh, I didn't catch her name on the, uh, her Tumblr name. What was it? Did you Rambo? No. Nouvelle Nouveau. Oh, Nouvelle. Okay, yeah, I saw Nouvelle that means a short story or tale. That's right. And nouveau means new or having recently become. That reminds me of the novel coronavirus. <laughs> anyway, yeah, just yeah. I remember the, the word novel. I, novel, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like a work of fiction. Well, yeah. The, nouvelle. The kind of took that twist towards the end, didn't it? The, the series kind of took that kind of corona, kind of government corruption twist towards the end of the TV yeah. Oh, with the, yeah. Yeah, with the tuberculosis. And, then, and the Jap being called the other way around. You know, the Lamalisa. The Lamalisa, yeah. yeah. And I worked in yeah. veterinary medicine. Oh, and so there is, it's an ELISA test. It's like a quick test that we do. Um, it's kind of like, I forget what it stands for. Like a 15-minute mm-hmm. COVID test. That's what they have done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of these weird things that come up. One of the other things I thought was weird, did anyone notice any friends no friends there was no nobody was concerned for her she didn't it, but they but they also made it seem like she was a lonely manic depressive girl and like why would she go to why would she travel alone to all these cities right i mean i i like to solo travel so i can't really i can't really speak to that but you know it didn't really seem like as a college student it seems like a, a wild endeavor to be traveling to another country during school time it wasn't even like spring break time yeah um uh, seems kind of strange, but yeah, no friends, nobody looking after her, nobody checking in on her, just everyone kind of following along on her Tumblr. There was one news article that listed her friends, quote unquote friends, and they listed one person by name uh-huh. and his name is Alex Risty, R-I-S-T-E-A. And I did a search and I did find a LinkedIn profile. Um, and if this is a real person, I apologize, but it looks fake. It looks fake. It looks like it set up, was set up just for this. And Even like the picture, like yeah, yeah. the picture of the guy doesn't look. I mean, that's something that I encounter all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of blown away by how many um, individuals, but also like entities, like even sometimes I've, I've discovered I look at a school, a name of a school, and I realize the school doesn't even exist, or you know, like actual companies. The company doesn't even exist. It's not just, it's not just fabricated identities and individuals. It's this whole, just, you know, mirages in the in the desert of these these corp these companies that seem to exist, but they really don't. And I kind of think that that's about the hotel itself. I think there's a lot about the hotel which is really strange, and it was like multiple hotels in one and yeah. you know, nobody can really pinpoint like how did she even and it was also in skid row who is going into a hotel in skid row and and going in and it's like it's got two names to the hotel and it, it just seems like the hotel cecil was like set up as um this this non this kind of storefront of a, of a hotel it didn't i i, I kind of have a, a feeling that there was never any real guests there and it 
it, 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 yeah, just a set. And even going back with all the, the serial killers were a big part of it too. Like all the serial killers would stay at the Cecil Hotel and right. even the Black Dahlia stayed there one time. Well, something that I've really been looking into a lot lately is these, these ideas of even serial killers and these famous victims, like including the Black Dahlia, doesn't necessarily, they, they, the fidelity of those are, are kind of being called into question. And so it's like this hotel that housed all these horrible crimes since the 19, I guess opened in the 1920s, early 1920s, and just had like crime after crime and death after death and all these things and all these notorious individuals would pass through and... And now I kind of think none of those notorious individuals actually exist. Maybe none of the deaths really took place. And did this hotel really even exist at all? Her, mm -hmm. there? She shared, allegedly shared a room with other mm -hmm. women. Right. Why, where were these women? Why aren't yeah. they ever mentioned in anything? Nobody. Yeah, the was, only was, anybody, was anybody searching for the Cecil Hotel before this series, before this come out? No, I, just, no, I don't believe anybody. I tried to look hotel. for reviews, like hotel reviews, before, be, but like like you saw, Monique, a lot of the reviews are now about the case itself, and people are talking about the Cecil only in terms of Elisa Lamb. They're, people aren't genuinely saying, oh, I stayed at the Cecil Hotel in July of 2012, and it was fabulous. Um, and I felt it was interesting that they interviewed a couple, um, it was like a, on a European vacation in the documentary, and they like decided to book their tour without even knowing what hotel they were staying at. And yeah. Like, that whole thing was, yeah, it was yeah, so very suspect. And the, the couple was like, we decided to go to America because it was so cheap and we didn't know what the hotel was. It was just such a good deal that we said, okay. And it was, well, like, we drank dead person water anyway. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I don't know that, that whole, it's that, that rang untrue. Every, every, every character that was interviewed as part of this reinforcement, especially the hotel manager, she really rang untrue to me too. But um, just kind of seemed like everyone was being introduced to prop up a specific storyline and so confusion and kind of point everyone in a direction to think, to kind of get our minds thinking that these things were happening. But mm -hmm. um, it's all just muddied water. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Go and go back and watch that again if you didn't notice like the CGI in the in the series. You can just see it every time they show you the the hotel. It's in computer graphics every time. So that's why I believe like anything that is made viral is part of the CGI conditioning. As as we've seen with like the TikTok stars and then even that bottle cap challenge, even that was CGI. It's just like everything that's viral and made viral i believe is unreal for a reason to, so we don't know so we're talking about something that we just watched and it, and it wasn't even real mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. one of the interesting things um i think it was brought up in the documentary too in 2005, there was a movie called Dark Water with Jennifer Conley about a mom and a daughter who move into an apartment that's haunted and the daughter goes missing and she's found in the water tank. And it makes you wonder, just all this stuff, were they just like, oh, we'll just take it from this movie? Yeah, as soon as I seen there was a movie involved with like, here we go, everything come, goes back to movies, doesn't it? Everything. And then it... If, I wonder how many people have watched that series and then gone on to watch that movie as well, you know, just from that. And and not just that too, but, um, oh shoot, I had a point. Oh yeah, the, the movie is about a ghost. The place is haunted. Oh, yes. And when this first came out, 
it just clicked in like, oh yeah, they were pu- it was pushing that haunted narrative that it was a ghost. Yeah. That and was really big back then too. She even had the same clothes on as they said in the, as the movie yes. as well. <laughs> yes. I miss that part. She was wearing the same clothes as the girl who Yep, the hoodie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And they then, really oh my gosh. Yeah, all the interviews then was just kind of doing what they do with everything and it was not really showing us anything but leaving it to our imagination to come up with our own conclusions yes. mm-hmm. planting loads of different conspiracy conspiracy seeds for us yes. to pick up really mm-hmm. and make anything out of but when you look at it step back we didn't really see anything just a, just a, a woman in a lift that, well it wasn't even a woman was it just doll computers right. you know yeah, all we have to go on is this grainy, mysterious video of her in the elevator, and it makes no sense, and it's so bizarre. And because the video itself is so nonsensical and so bizarre, that's enough to keep us and the whole, like, a whole community of internet sleuthers just lost trying to figure it out. But it can't, it can't be figured out. Exactly. Yes, uh, yeah, you're right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like yeah. The camera stopped at a certain time, and mm-hmm. you couldn't see the time, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the time stamp on the camera, and it's just like loads of different things. Loads of patch you could go down with it. Really, really get your imagination going. You couldn't you of what actually happened, and really, mm-hmm. you didn't see anything. Yeah. It's just your imagination that the, like they do with the news and everything. They always show like a blurry video and. Oh, give yeah. you a headline of what's gone on the rest is up to you for what you what you choose your adventure yeah 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 just choose your own adventure exactly right yeah. and that can be bad or good and they give us just enough to make our own decisions but we we catch on yeah they give us these these really loosey stories and we can't help ourselves we yeah. just love it yeah mm-hmm. um so we watched this documentary and like right away i was like uh she doesn't exist she's <laughs> not real this is all bullshit <laughs> And then we started looking into it because we wanted to do a show about it. And if you take her name, so like we play a game with the kids on the computer and it's like a word jumble and you try to get as many words as you can out of it. And so I did that with her name. And if you take all the letters, it can also spell malaise. Oh, wow. Yes, which is uneasiness, discomfort. And what? how did that make people feel when they heard about her, when she was missing? Uneasy. And then when that video and comes out. Missing. No and speaking of missing, she was a missing person, but they had 18 homicide detectives come to the hotel. Did yeah. you guys catch that? Uh, yeah. That yeah. was so strange. Why would, it, why, would, why would one homicide detective come to a missing person's like just a regular field detect, like like you it's wouldn't need homicide yet. Right. right, it's to get the to number eighteen number back nine. into it. Yeah, yeah. you want to talk about numbers? Oh yeah, Rainbow. I had made a few, couple of notes for, on the number side, so I noticed uh, she went missing on one thirty one two two oh one three, and then she was found on or no, so she she the elevator was on one three one two oh one three, but then that means she went missing the next day, which is two one, which uh-huh. is three. And then, then she was what else? What was the she, so she was when she was reported missing, mm-hmm. uh, versus oh, and, then 13, and then yeah. So when she was, was found, or the elevator video was at one was on one thirty one, but 
she would have gone missing that that night. Like it was just changing times, to, so she actually would go missing because mm-hmm. she was seen. She wasn't missing yet on when we saw her on the elevator. She was mm-hmm. she was there, so she went quote unquote missing on two one on um, on February first, which is number three. If you take but, her birthday and mm-hmm. you take the date she was reported missing and the date she was found, it all equals to number nine. And if you take her name and do simple gematria, which is A equals one, B equals two, C equals three, her name comes to nine. Wow. And not just that, but if you look at nine in numerology, it's the end of a cycle. You've had to go through all these things, all these hardships in your life to get to this point, like to finally like end this cycle before you start over again. And Also, number nine in tarot is the hermit. You have to go off alone. You have to seek inner reflection about yourself. And with the number nine, you can multiply any number by the number nine. Yes. And when you add those numbers up, equals to nine. Yes. Yes. I I wrote that down. Yeah. Rambo taught me that. That is spooky. And also, I see it as a number of illusion because it can be flipped Mm -hmm. up and down to a six or a nine. So it's also an illusionary number, you know. Yeah. And what I noticed as well, she was age 21. That's another, I see it as three, the threes all over the story. And then Mm -hmm. her autopsy was on Feb 21 Mm -hmm. of, of the body. And as you said, in numerology, a, a name equals to nine. It's like number of illusion again. When I was going through it, it's just all there. And then I, I feel like even that 30 million views I was talking about before is to just to get in that number three again. Mm-hmm. It's a, a signature and it's like a stamp on that. Third Eye Productions. Yeah, yeah. Video, oh, yeah. Third Eye Productions, mm-hmm. yeah. On the whole fake bakery of the video really I feel like that, that's what we get the number threes and the number 33s and the number nines mm-hmm. what did you find oh just randomly so i'm reading this book it's um oh, oh. <laughs> i'm hit i don't know if you guys heard that or not but i just accidentally hit a button sorry creepy about music. That. yeah <laughs> very creepy I, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it's uh the tao te ching the book of the way so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this or not. I've heard of it, yeah. So I'm reading this, and it's it's basically it's just uh, different passages that are written. And passage nine, because Monique was telling me about the the number nine in, in relation to the case. So I'm like, let me look and see what number nine is. What's the what's the passage here? It's a short passage. It's called prudence. Now just pay attention to this first line. If you continue filling a pail after it is full, the water will be wasted. She was found in a, a water in water tank. in a water tank, right? So I, I'm like, what? that's crazy. Like, what? Yeah. What kind of weird synchronicity? I guess connected. Yeah, there's some. Yeah, it's weird. It's just very strange. And then thirty three. Uh, yeah, thirty three. The thirty three passage in here is titled immortality those who know others are intelligent those who understand themselves are enlightened those who can conquer others have force those who can control themselves are mighty those who dare risk death have courage but those who death cannot destroy are immortal just just yeah just very weird but I, i was like what the with the with the nine passage with just that first line of water in a pail, I'm like, what? 
And I was actually saying to Monique that whoever is constructing these stories is a genius because they encode numerology. They encode just all these ancient writings and stuff like that in them. It's That's where you have to wonder, is it a person or is it a computer that's doing it <laughs> and algorithms of what we're watching on Netflix, yeah. using Netflix to make the next kind of series that we, we want to see based on viewing figures of what we're watching. You know, if we come up with something similar, again, to give us, to take us on a ride. And I was thinking that, I actually mentioned that when we were watching the documentary, when they keep showing the different Tumblr entries that she made, mm -hmm. I said, Monique, Monique, I'm like, this is, that's an AI. Like an yeah. AI wrote this, it's like an AI program. It didn't it sound like a person at all. And that was the thing, like, I'm watching this and I'm thinking that too, but I was trying to hold my comments, you know, until afterwards. Mm -hmm. But he, he said that, I was like, yes, that's, ex I was like, this isn't how a normal person talks. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And it, it's the algorithm, the computer, just giving us what what we want to see based on what we're watching, you know, and maybe it's, it, obviously it's to, like, get our imagination going and put these conspiracy theories in our mind on, on that program. But maybe, like, that's what where it's learning from us. Like, right, at the minute, that, put that in the show. It's not actually a person behind any of it, and it's just coming out of the computer, everything on Netflix, everything that goes viral. We do share computer. our whole lives. Yeah, we do tell the machine how our preferences, like how we live, what we do, we live our lives on online. Mm -hmm. All they need to do is have a profile, aggregate profiles of what 25 year old or you know she was how was she 18 21 she was 21, 21 year old yeah. you know uh, with her 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 racial profile her her um her you know education background and they could easily sum up or, or, or summon a a voice a, a narrative voice that sounds like it was written by a girl in that that classification you know it, it didn't it sound it sounded almost too almost like caricature of like a, a like a young girl diary you know it was like I don't really it was too flowery it was it was almost it didn't it didn't feel it didn't feel authentic to me it felt like um, a machine <laughs> yeah it felt like something was interpreting what a what a young girl might write in a yeah. diary in an online diary but it didn't feel like that's how i don't think that that's how 18 year or 21 year olds actually talk express themselves i don't think that that's authentic see when i was uh, 21 i'd be like i got fucking plastered last night you know yeah yeah <laughs> my boston accent and she was like the world turns and the you know it's like as the world turns we we find ourselves <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. it's like these yeah. i mean i talk like that but but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was off. Um, it was off. Oh, and the the other thing about the Tumblr was that wasn't there one that got released after she died? It was a it was a, a post released Tumblr like there was one Tumblr post that sh that was under her profile, mm -hmm. and this is in the doc. I can't remember which episode it was, but there was one post that got po posted after she was dead, and it's it's. So everyone was trying to figure out, did someone, is this her killer? Did someone hack into her account? Da, da, da. But then also someone else was also mentioning that you can post date Twitter or um, Tumblr posts. You can just schedule them to be, to be released anytime. So she could have future posted this, this post. Um, 
and I think there was only one of one of the posts that that was under her username that went out after her death. But to me, that just shows that this was not even a real girl anyway. It was all scheduled. Have you yeah. looked at the yeah. Tumblr? It's still and active. Just, it's still like uh, visible. Oh, people are still. People are still. That, that was on the last episode. How they were talking about the community is still very much engaged mm-hmm. in 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 remember in her remembrance and remembering her legacy, which I think is strange. Yeah. I, think I, I yeah. tried. I spent like not even five minutes. I was like, I can't do this. This is just like, uh, no. I yeah, can't do it. It does show how much energy and how much attention this case has garnered and how many how many actual people mm-hmm. have been sucked into the, the details of this case and really are genuinely sorrow have sorrow, genuine sorrow for this for this experience and for this girl and are like trying to connect with her dead Tumblr page. It's very strange. But it's really affecting, you know, these these stories which we say, Oh, these are fake, you know, we say that, but Rambo often reminds, you know, brings us the reminder that, yes, these things may be quote unquote fake or fabricated, but they have real world implications, extreme real world implications. And so this whole thing, you know, we were kind of kicking around the idea that she may not have existed. The hotel might not have been, been, been real. But on the flip side of that, it's it's still really huge. It looms large in our psyche, in our in our shared Shared yeah, people, it's a sensitive story, isn't it? For even now, even though it's a Netflix thing to say she was fake, some people still would be upset by that, you know. Very, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like the uh, the different sleuths, internet sleuths, whatever they were calling them. I was just, I, I had I to pause it a couple of times died. watching it because I'm like, are these people for real? Like, are they really this? invested in this cgi like with the internet sleuths that they you know that they they kicked to to kind of show the the frenzy that was happening within that community they kind of would do these quick clips of different sleuths and a lot of them to me the sleuths themselves looked cgi i was like oh no when you're setting this up like if you know the the long game and you're like i'm gonna set this up we're gonna create this character it's so easy to go in and have these fake accounts to post on to comment for things even throughout the years you can just have the computer Put stuff yeah, in to make it all real for when it gets put into public eye. You know, this all could have been built this Elisa Lamb story up yes. till 2013. Mm-hmm. You know, then then because no one was searching it before then. Joe obviously she died before then, supposedly, but it's like all been. I believe it's all pre-built for us. All this stuff on the internet, so that when we go on, it's all there. All the pictures are in place. Yes. All the background stories in place. It's all there when we search for these stuff, and we, we're looking into it. But it's all been put there for us. So what we're finding, we believe, we're finding like trails of truth. Mm-hmm. Really, it's just mm-hmm. like a game that's been set up to go with the series. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. But, but yeah, the amount, the amount of like when you watch those questions, the questions they're putting out themselves of how she could have died and how it could have been a ghost and everything, it's definitely to like get some conspiracy theorists on mm-hmm. the go. And they use that word quite a lot as well mm-hmm. in it, don't they? I'm not a conspiracy theorist and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, it's like set up for that. I feel like to there's so many rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think episode so two many. covered that. Yeah, episode two covered all this whole community that uh-huh. goes there and like stays at the hotel just so they can walk the, try to investigate the the same route that she walked and try to press the elevator buttons. But it didn't even way. look the same. No, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. It's and not all real. That, yeah. All that bringing the hotel now into like a tourist attraction it just makes the story mm-hmm. real. 
it, it, that makes brings a story to life because you can go and visit the hotel. You can go and see where you what you've seen on the on the documentaries, you know, on the series. So it kind of makes the whole story real because you can visit it. So I mean, so people who maybe like saying like see us say, oh, it's not real. Well, well, I've been to the hotel. I've, I've been there. I've done the tour. But not realizing that that tour was set up right. so you believe the series yeah. and you just right. go to one floor you know you're on a tour but you you don't see that you don't and they had they said they talk, kept talking about the elegant lobby like the lobby was so extravagant but then once you got through the lobby you were in this like old you know this hell hole yeah, right yeah, yeah. 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 Like, that doesn't make sense for, at first it doesn't make sense why would any endeavor do that have like a, a, a glamorous lobby and then a roach motel just right upstairs and but then also why would anybody have a glamorous lobby in skid row you know like why right. would they why would anybody pay to maintain a glamorous impressive lobby in in skid it just doesn't make sense if there's yeah it it's it makes you me step think back that, from all the conspiracy theories that are put in the program. You just step back and look at it. It just looks silly, doesn't it? There's something off with the whole it feels off. thing, yeah. Yeah. I, right. I think if you take away everything that the program tells you, just look at that video, there's not really much there. There's nothing really to, to take from it of yeah. what you think. It's there, and you can see that they're, they're selling you the stories. In the, they use the whole series so that when you finish it, you're like, what are any of those things? And you, you'll lean towards one of them believing it was real. And then maybe you go and visit the hotel till you was that into it. Then you've been to the hotel and that's real. And there's no one telling you that, that that's not real. Yeah. And so everyone buys in because they can experience it in this way, this manufactured way, and they can like go there themselves. They 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 buy in even more to the Elisa Lamb story because they have in a way and, and they've kind of proven something they've 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 kind of walked the steps yeah so it's yeah how it brought all this the TV jab and people were saying it was a government thing after that and it's just a bit strange how it's viral while this coronavirus thing is going on although it's not the same virus or anything it was tuberculosis right? mm -hmm. tuberculosis. It's showing like a government corruption in there, yeah. giving you that thought again. That mm -hmm. maybe it was, maybe it was the police. That's what they were saying as well. What? Maybe the police were lying. Mm -hmm. But again, how many rabbit holes are there to Slums. go down? Probably like thirty-three. <laughs> you're probably, you're probably <laughs> right. If we actually go through a count, if yeah. you actually count. <laughs> Alex, you had brought up the water. That was something that really fascinated me. Like just the fact that she was in that water container. Okay. So, and she was, so she was, her clothes were in her bedroom. Like the clothes that she was wearing in the hotel, they were the clothes, the clothes in her wallet and all these things were all found in the bedroom, which means she walked to the hotel naked. No. Well, that, that's the weird thing because it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of, that was kind of a weird she was naked, part of the story. They made it sound like she took off her clothes while she was, while in, she the, was in the tank. Supposedly. Oh. Yeah. Because well, she couldn't shut the lid. They but yeah, how could she shut the lid? That was such shot. a weird part, you know. Yeah. There's no way you could shut the lid after yourself if you've fallen in the. The, the only way is, I think, if you're gonna go in and you grab it you behind it you. you, yeah, you take it with you. But it, it does make sense if you're treading water, you take off your clothes because the weight of the water in the your clothes would hold you down, and so you take that off. But to get, I don't know. But it was weird because just the way the information came about, there was I felt like there's a lot of missing information, stuff that they should have included that they didn't. And I felt like, oh, this is probably done on purpose, either because yeah. it's not important enough to them or it's because they want people to speculate and question and not give those answers. 
yeah, that's it. It leaves, it gets everyone talking about it and it makes it more viral, doesn't it? Every, people mm -hmm. talk about it everywhere because there is loads of holes that you can possibly fill in and people have different theories on. And if you're really into the story, like really into it and you believe it happened, then there's a lot to, lot to look at. Oh yeah, and, and none of the none of the rabbit holes have to have a conclusion or even have to make sense. They don't have to lead anywhere substantial. They just have to distract you. That's it. Yeah. They just have to they just have to distract you and keep you thinking something nefarious and d deeper and darker is is happening, even if you haven't found it quite yet. Instead of ever letting you like take a step out of the rabbit hole, take a step into the light, and go. Wait a second. Do I really want to be digging around in the mud? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, if you look at what they did with this documentary, they kind of did that. They they showed all these different rabbit holes, all these theories that people followed, and then at the very end, it was like it was just a girl who wasn't taking her medication, and it was a tragic mishap, right. yeah. and that's all it, it was. was and everything gets yeah. explained away. Mm -hmm. Even that makes the whole community even more fiery. The fact that they had this BS explanation at the very end of her not taking her medication, so she ended up in a mm -hmm. water tank. It doesn't make, make sense. And the autopsy report doesn't even make sense because that's not something that a, that a coroner can conclude that she, any, so someone died because they didn't take their bipolar medication. Like, how do you even conclude <laughs> right. that? Yeah, yeah. You it's can speculate. Ridiculous. You can speculate. You can but, guess. Yeah, you can guess. But, uh -huh. but a, lot of, a lot of inferences, yeah. She didn't take her medication because she didn't exist. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing, too. Even with stuff like the, the autopsy report and stuff like like that's just another rabbit hole. That's just another thing where you just brought it up. It's just another thing where it doesn't make sense. And it's another thing for us to go, oh, was the coroner in on it yeah, did the coroner something have something to do with it was he covering yeah. something up like they what happened there the date so the date yeah. five and it was an eight and then they had like accidental and they had undetermined and mm -hmm. ruled out and crossed out and yeah. lots of and i think that those are just purposefully muddy muddying the waters like mm -hmm. the, and these, these are all like actual documentations that we that the that, that, that can get pushed out to the public and we can kind of see it we can see the behind the curtain a little bit at these pieces of paper and and in, 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 in because it's being put out by an official source, like, you know, we, we think that it's gold and I don't know, I think it was all just designed. I think it was purposefully designed that the autopsy itself was designed to make us even more, uh, it was supposed to, it was supposed to be, you know, a stamp of this is how she died and we're, we're certain and it was an accident, but all it did was cause even like a firestorm of speculation within the community that was already curious. Uh -huh. And I think they knew that that was what it was going to do. And that's what they wanted to do. They wanted yeah. to keep it. Yeah, yeah it, leaves it leaves it open to questions forever. It's kind of like the Epstein didn't kill himself kind of thing. Uh -huh. You know, it's the same ending. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's also a Netflix, also a Netflix documentary is the Epstein yeah. documentary. And uh -huh. they seem to be kind of pumping out these, these documentaries on these people that we all kind of these have theories people, around. These people, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're starting to say more characters on these characters. characters. Yeah, I want to use that word. I like that term. I think that that perfectly represents exactly what, what, what these individuals are, these, these, these entities are. They're, they're characters. Yeah. 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 It makes me think of like a three ring circus, the way it's set up. It's like, oh, we got this going on. But if you're not following that, we have this going on. And if you're not following that, we have this going on. And for the people not paying attention to anything, we got stuff in the background that you're not supposed to see going on that you can watch too. So no matter which way you look, you're picking up on something. 
all linked to each other some way. Yes. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. All distraction. Yeah. Yes. Totally. It is very circus. Yeah. 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 It's. I, I'm with you, Rambo. I think it's got to be either a genius or an AI that's that's like coming up and crafting these stories that just send us yeah. in a million different directions. And that's what I talked about last time. Is this AI necessarily like a bad thing or is it a, is it a day or us where it's just learning from us, giving us back what we want mm-hmm. over right. and over and learning collectively what we searching, what we watch, and it's just reprinting more series, more news, more TV programs, just what we want on, on our screens, really. It's just, it's just giving it us and it, doesn't it might not be doing it because it's it's evil it might just be learning from us and that's we're all part of that computer yeah one interesting thing about that too that just popped in my head is when you think about manifestation if you always put negative out there like i'm never gonna get a boyfriend i'm never gonna get a boyfriend i'm never gonna find love wow wow you won't because that's what you're putting out into the universe you manifest. It's the energy you put out, the thought you put out, the intent you put out. And it's like that with the algorithms. The stuff that you put out there is what it collects to bring back to you. I see yeah, that. definitely. So it's like you're getting hit on both ends. Mm-hmm. And you see that with your news, you know, these suggested news searches and suggested videos on like kind of what you're, what you're seeking. The path will reveal itself in the direction that you are seeking and in the manner that you're seeking. So if you, you're kind of starting to, to look for certain things, like the, the, the algorithms will learn that and they go, that's what she likes. Let's give her more of that. You know, it's like, they, they don't care. They just want to like feed us the energy that we give it. And uh, so we have to be very careful about everything that we do with our energy, but even online, I bet, even on just casually, like, you know, sometimes I've gone down, I've gone down many rabbit holes and I wish that I, I wish that I had that time back. I wish I, now I do. I wish I had that time back. I, you know, but uh, you know, we, we can lose ourselves very quickly down rabbit holes on the internet. Yeah, I mean, Oh yeah. I know like Mm -hmm. Alex, he, he gets into stuff and I have to like, be like, okay, honey. (laughs) I know that feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's back away slowly. Mm -hmm. Not so much like lately, but I've been much better lately, but I used to go down all kinds of rabbit holes and yeah, it, I scared myself, <laughs> even just and, thinking about it now, just how into some of the oh stuff gosh. that I was getting. And, and here I am, like, it's it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's all right. Just <laughs> getting all your energy and all your attention. Yeah. Even though you don't realize, you're still, you're still thinking in the background, like, thinking mm-hmm. of your own ways. And you, you, don't, you don't leave it alone, do you? Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've definitely gotten better. Oh, absolutely. Especially yes. over the last, like, six months or so. I've okay. just completely, like, now... And and I credit a lot of that to, to, you know, discovering you guys and just helping me to see things through a different lens and going, wait a minute, what what am I doing here? Like, why does this even matter? It doesn't even matter whether it's real or not. Doesn't it honestly in the overall scheme of things in my life, does it matter? No, no, no. All that matters is my family, myself, my, you know, my kids, my wife, that's what matters. And that's what's real. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And these outside sources that are coming through your screen, it could be wrong and it could be real, but who cares? Because they're not not part of your life. It's just there to be put into your mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you have any other notes on there? I think I went over all my notes, everything between all of us Scott brought up. Is there anything like that we didn't discuss that you guys want to mention about this case, this case, quote unquote case <laughs> story? Let's call it there a story. Storyline. There was one phrase I kept listening for the interviews, like, and I kept listening for specific phrases where they were alluding to maybe nothing had occurred. I kept listening for that. Mm-hmm. And um, on the first episode, they said um, there was nothing to support that a crime had occurred. There was no physical evidence found. Do we even have a crime here? <laughs> and there it is. So they're, they're phrasing it as. They're phrasing it as when we talk about crime, did someone, did someone harm, harm her? Did she get, did she, was she, you know, like obviously there's, there's a, there's a situation here, but like they're trying to make it seem, they're trying to make it seem like they're talking about a, a, a killer or something. But what they're really saying, the words they're really saying is that nothing occurred at mm-hmm. all. There's no, no physical as evidence, no physical evidence found. How is that possible? It's crazy. Yeah. It's all for the mind. It's all for your mind, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah, and it couldn't even go back to just, just keep your mind busy until something else comes up. And it, I just think it was really strange. The strange for me is how it brought in that government corruption kind of bit and what it all was set up and with the police lying. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it all, it's it's there on, it's been put there on purpose, that bit to do with this coronavirus lockdown, I feel. Don't know what, I can't make the link, but I just know there's something more to that. Could be more just fear mongering, just like reminding us how scared we should be wherever we go. If we ever, if we travel, it's another like travel story of mm-hmm. someone who similar gets to this Sarah, Sarah Everard. Yeah, in the, in the UK. UK, it's kind of a like a mysterious disappearance. Then a police has been arrested, and mm-hmm. it's kind of got the same effects. You know, everyone's talking about. What's that story? I haven't heard that. Is that? I saw well, something online, but I'm not following. Went, a lady went missing in the UK, and the day she went missing, it was massive news on every single channel. A 33-year-old, and it was the third of the third, so third of March, she went missing. Um, last seen at 21:30, so that's again your 33. <laughs> and then they found the body. They found the, her body on the 12th of the third, so that's again the 33. And then they've like a, they've arrested the police officer for it, and there's a big thing over here now about women's safety. And if you see a woman on the street, cross the road. If you're a man, and don't make a fear and all this stuff. And they're making a big thing about, about it right now, and it's trending all over Twitter now. And it's for a reason that they want us all to know. It's like to, it's kind of got the similar feeling to this Dolly Salam thing, where you don't actually know what's happened, but it's gone huge and it's. It's viral, basically. Oh, jeez. Wow. I've seen somebody actually say she doesn't exist on Twitter, and his account was deleted in front of my eyes. <laughs> he, 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 stood, he retweeted the story and wrote, this woman is CGI, she doesn't exist. And I commented, and after I commented, he was suspended. Wow. No kidding. Huh. And it's just full of threes. It's the whole story. And her name in numerology is three as well. Sarah Everard is three in numerology. It's just there. It's it's just threes all over it. And it's just one of them, like, as human vibrations. It's like a loose, a loose story. Jeez. 
if nine means the end of a cycle, mm-hmm. re- remind me what three means in. So, um, one is the beginning. Two is usually like joining like an endeavor. Like if you think about it in terms of like two people coming together and then by three you have a third. So it's kind of going off independently again. I know I'm trying to remember three exactly. It's weird because I translate things in feelings <laughs> and I yeah. know like how it makes me feel. And I'm like, how can I put this in words? <laughs> yeah. Um, cool, yeah. If you look at, yeah, cause I'm a one for this year in my life. Like I'm a one so I'm beginning my cycle again which is really really fitting I'm gonna see if I can find something I'm just gonna look really really quick so I can better explain it I see the number three is like it's it's like a signature like a sign a signature but it can also be like a mirrored number and when you mirror it it makes the the sign of infinity which all right the same as the 33 mm-hmm. so it okay. could be like a signature of a never-ending deception or a never-ending illusion and mm-hmm. it's like a sign for illusion and it can be like mirrored that that's kind of how i'm seeing it number three it's just every, it just pops up everywhere too often for it to not be a signature of some sort well one of the things with threes is like the creativity like there's that creativity which so are they putting these threes in all these stories because, because it's creative? It's maybe like to fictional, Ooh, like yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I wonder because like, I mean, the thing that I try to be mindful of is I can, I'm sure I can correlate, give me any two things that have nothing to do with each other and I'll somehow find something to, you know, put it together. And people have a tendency to do that. So it's like trying not to do that, but just trying to look at the information that's there trying to figure it out oh one of the other things too with the nine was like sometimes they'll say like if you're a nine your strengths and weaknesses and the one of the weaknesses for a nine is your sacrificial mm, oh yeah and i, I thought that was huh. interesting you to start over because you have to i guess be sacrificed to start back out hmm. so one of the things is like a number three is indi- uh is indicating somebody with great creative potential but little direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring, this number brings optimism and luck, abundance of energy, um, but may abundance of energy, abundance of energy. There it is. There it is. There it is. Well, All we needed to know. But its optimistic viewpoint may be so as a result of something worldly and short-lived. Very interesting. Yeah, it's the creativity and communication is. Yeah, so I wonder if maybe that's why when you see all these threes, that's just kind of a code for this is made up. Maybe it has some kind of weird. It's a creation, a short creation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And highly energetic creation. Totally. I I absolutely see that. Now it makes me want to go back and do some number deep dives on the JonBenet Ramsey case and see yeah, the same yeah. numbers just pop up. And I, when I'm watching like the stuff, it's always the number three, whether it's like a three, a 12, or a 21. And then you've all, also got the number six, nine, 33, and them numbers always pop up. And you also get your nine as you're 18 as well, but it's always the same numbers over and over again, I, I feel. And like I said to you last time, for certain things, certain numbers, 
like I said, like last time, like this Lamet is 22. Yeah. That only pops up. So, like, with other things, it's, it's number three on its own. And then other times, it's 33 all the time, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a, I just feel it's a signature of some kind. Yeah. Well, Maybe well, a grade on how much energy it's taking or something. I don't know. You, you never know. Yeah. 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 That's a good, yeah, good theory. Because one yeah. of the things I was, I questioned with Alex is in numerology, it's like a path, one to nine, and then you have your master numbers. And I wonder, so Elisa Lamb, the numbers that keep coming up to me are nine. If we take these big cases, these loose traps, these things that have been put before us, and we look at the numbers, is are we going to find a story? Are we going to find a path? Are we going to find one with ones? Ones like, a, a, you know, a character with all twos, mm-hmm. a character with threes, a character of fours. Mm-hmm. And then can we put them together and find out, like, put it in order? of the numbers and find out what the story is. So that's something I, I want to look into and research. That's, that's fascinating. That's a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> to right. go that out. is a rabbit hole, but it might end rabbit holes. You know, yeah. it's a rabbit hole to end the rabbit holes. Cause mm. if you could classify, cause then what if you find like all of the ones that have, you know, all the ones begin to group together and you see that there's a various, not just the name, you know, the names adding up to one, but you see that there's maybe a specific character, character, uh, about the case itself, mm-hmm. maybe the, the manner of murder, yes. quote unquote murder. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it might be interesting to see what um, what ca- what uh, what can be learned when you categorize these things, when you yeah. index and categorize. That'd be yeah. really cool. I think you'd be good, the best person to do that because you're such a super sleuth. So yeah, <laughs> she is. Yeah, she finds stuff, and I'm just like, what? Where'd you find that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just want to know. Yeah, yeah. As you said, human vibration. I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I, we I, all are curious. And look where that got you. <laughs> I know. Look, yeah, look at us now. We're continuing to have conversations about this stuff. I think the curiosity, will, true curiosity, you know, we kind of lose it when we're kiddos. It kind of gets kind of gets beaten out of us by modern life. But if you can retain that spark of curiosity, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a really, it's a superpower. It can be a superpower, especially in times like this when there's so many things that don't make sense. So if you, if you, if you hold on to that spark of curiosity, you're, you're, you're going to, you're going to be one, one step ahead of everyone else. that just doesn't, just kind of blindly just accepts everything. If it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. The numbers, do, do you think the numbers have always been there? Do you think they've always been in these things or? Well, Jesus died at 33, you know, there's, yeah, 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 I think we never just looked at it that way before. Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think you're right. I think they probably have always been there in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, we just didn't notice them. Try to point them out to somebody who's not really, can't really see it. And like, cause I've been pointing this, this girl out since she's 33, she went missing the 33rd. People think I'm mad. (laughs) some people just cannot see it and it could be every story come out 33 and they just can't see it you know yeah they don't see how it's repetitive repetitive mm-hmm. and done purposely or they can't see the holes in the story with all the mm-hmm. threes like they don't mm-hmm. just the three you know i've got a few people around me that i've pointed this out to and they've they, they, think I'm mad for saying it's fake this the, all these threes and that so it sh- kind of shows that not everyone it can see it you know not everybody can see it even yeah. when you yeah. point it right out to them they still can't see it you, you know to I don't like 
it's almost like when you're looking like you know you see geese or ducks fly and they do the flying v formation you're like oh look at they're forming in a certain way and you point it out and they're like i just see ducks flying yeah that's what that's can't see patterns yeah they're like you see oh okay they're in a v formation but other people like i just see ducks or i just see geese flying yeah that is interesting because we all it, it does speak to this understanding of reality we can all be experiencing Sorry, this is a motorcycle outside. We can all be experiencing, you know, um, the same, we're going to be in the same room, experiencing the same thing with the same people. And every single person in that room can have a, a vastly different experience of what they, what they personally saw, heard. Um, yeah. kind of interesting. Well, that's why they say there's three sides to every story, you know, what mm. this person, what the one person saw, what the other person saw, and then what you know, really happened, quote happened. unquote. Yeah, totally true. I mm. believe it. Yeah. It's all about our perspective and just what what we're open to yep. and what we want to be open to. I think that there are people who just don't want to be open to things, and it might not be on purpose. It's just how they different are. Reality. That, yeah. That's the, yeah, it's, that we're living in different realities, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and we have to be careful, though. Over, even if yeah. you want them to, and you show them the way of. Some people are happy in that reality of mm-hmm. with what they're doing. You know, yeah. some people can't cross over into that's that's not real. That the, I, yeah, the, I brought the that up. Can't process it. Yeah, back in December for our New Year show, um, I did a tarot reading for this year, and one of the things I saw was like. It was very interesting because it was like a whole like cycle happening in the year. And part of what I was seeing is there's going to be a big change between like people who are um, elevating to like 4D, 5D and people who are staying in 3D. And it's not like they're going to be gone. It's like we're still living. We're existing together. It's just we're on different levels. So we're still physically here. But we're seeing different things. We're experiencing different things. We're seeing and experiencing in a different way from the other people who aren't there. So, um, and it's like that's one of the things, especially later in the year, that's going to be bigger. It's really going to ramp up later on. Yeah, and it's going to be really hard for people to separate and be able to say like, okay, you don't see things how I do. I have to be okay with that. It's going to be very difficult for people. And I wonder too, with that, it's funny because you said that, and then I, I've heard other different uh, psychics, tarot readers, people like that that have said similar things, just randomly. And I, and I pointed it out to you. It's just kind of weird that a lot of people that are uh, em- empathic, uh, psychic, or have clairvoyance, or open to this kind of stuff that talk about these kind of things. It's it's kind of funny that so many have a similar view of what's happening. I think it's just the energy in the collective. Yeah, it's I just, mean, it's just I go, really interesting. Yeah, I go by what my guides tell me, and if that's the vibe they're picking up, you know, it's like, because I said um, something's going to happen in April, which is a month away. It's next month. And I. it was hard because other people were saying, yeah, like we feel something's coming in April. And it's hard to pick up on what exactly it is. So I'm very curious, come April, does something happen? But a lot of other people were picking up on that too. And I think it's just, it's something that's in the collective that is just a vibe, this energy that's out there that's getting picked up on. Well, I think you're right with that. I definitely think something is building. And going back to like the Tiger Woods thing with the Genesis wrote on the side, 
So he's had like the beginning, and then you had Lady Gaga's dogs going, and the guy getting shot up, and it's just like building it up with these little, little things ready for something big. Like yeah, a big style. I was looking at uh, I, I don't anymore, but I used to do a lot of investments in the stock market and stuff. And I've been following the the Dow Jones, right? Because that's like the big, that's what everything goes off of, and it's slowly climbing. And it's close to getting to 33. And I've been just thinking lately, like when it hits 33, is that when the big crash that everybody's been talking about is going to come? And is that maybe what's going to happen in April? Because, I mean, think about it. That's a pretty big thing. And if you go back, what, 100 years was the Great Depression. Mm -hmm. And that was all the stock market. That was all manipulated stuff. And we all know that that's what all that is. It's just manipulated. It's not like any of it's real. We saw with the GameStop thing and all the different numerology things that happened with GameStop. And, and all the things surrounding that whole story. So I think that maybe that's just my theory. I, I, just putting it out there now, maybe that's what it's going to be. Maybe that stock market's just going to keep going until it hits 33 and maybe 33.333 or whatever, and it's going to crash. And that's when Ed, the bottom's going to fall out and this big bubble that everybody's been you know talking about forever is finally going to burst. And here we go. Now we're going to have everybody's going to lose money. 401ks are going to get dried out. And, you know, another depression, if you will, or something like that maybe is going to happen. I don't know. If that happens, that's crazy. And there's no coincidences. If no. Happens, no. There's no yeah. coincidences at all. But I was thinking about that actually when I was on my, uh, when I was walking this morning. Like, I wonder if that's what is going to happen in April because it's just slowly creeping up. And it'll go down, but then it'll come back up. And it's now, it's at, I looked at it uh, just earlier today and it was at like 32 point something. I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's going to get oh, to. Wow. If it gets to 33 in April, and then that's when it, you know, the bottom falls out. Didn't the stock market crash in April in 1920? Like, I feel like April is uh, the month of financial disasters. Um, it could I be. On that. But yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure, but that could be. Could you look that up really quick? Mm -hmm. Monique's going to do some quick sleuthing here. Something about April. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking of tax. Maybe I'm just thinking of April. Well, that's the other thing too. Yeah. Tax. Day. tax. Yeah, the implications there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. And I mean, because uh, there was a crash in, uh, was it 2008? Was the, was that, that was another crash, right? No, wait. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if maybe. The, the, uh, housing, mor the mortgage crash. The, the mortgage crash. That's what that was. Yeah, that's right. Crash, yeah. It was October it was 29th, 1929. Oh, the stock market crash. Mm -hmm. 1929. Yeah, we're almost there. Almost 100 years. That's crazy though. But, but that was, that's just with the 33 and everything mm -hmm. just being so prevalent in, in, in all this stuff. And just, yeah, I don't know why that just popped into my head. And I don't know. We'll see if it happens. Hopefully not. But <laughs> it's interesting. When it hit 14. I was like, oh, the Dow Jones is at 14. It was like record, you know. Like, yeah. Oh now, it's, you know it's now it's like way up there. And, and it, it's almost like it ballooned up in the last three, four years is when it really just exploded. Someone's at our door. Someone's Sorry. at our door. Ding dong. Thank you, mate. I just looked up, um, I just to calculate the numbers, October 29th, 1929. Break it down comes to six. Oh, wow. There and we go. talked about like flipping, reversing, everything. Six, nine. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I, when I look at number six, I sometimes see that as also two threes, 33. You know, that's another way of looking at it. Mm -hmm. But that's me yeah. anyway, because I see six popping up in so many stories where, yeah, it's the number of illusion again, because it yeah. could be nine, but then also it can be 33 as well. Mm -hmm. So two threes, that's another way of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I was just curious. I it's just crazy. wanted to look. It's, I yeah. Like yeah. Very interesting. I like learning more about numbers. I'm glad that I'm glad that I'm more aware of numbers. I've never really had an awareness. I don't do gematria or number, numerology, but I'm I'm really starting to see how powerful they are. Just mm-hmm. in, the, I mean, just yeah. it's it's so prevalent, and it's really like key. Once you can see these numbers for yeah. what they are, it really is a key to unlock these stories. If we should pay attention to it or not. There's definitely something to them, but it's just what mm-hmm. at the minute for me it's more of like a signature mm. of certain maybe algor- algorithms or some, some AI signature or something. I think. One of the thoughts I had I wanted to share with you guys, I might as well do it now since we're kind of talking about it. I was thinking about planets and like I don't think outer space is what they tell us it is, but how does astrology work if you know what I mean? If the planets aren't necessarily real. And then I thought about it. And what if the planets represent numbers? And that's mm-hmm. why astrology works. If you base everything off numbers and you do the math of it. And I don't know what numbers they would represent, but you have the sun represents a number. And it doesn't even have to be like a whole number. It could be like, you know, 3.29871 or whatever. But then, you know, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, like all these planets, the moon, they all represent a number and that's how it affects us. Mm. It was just a random thought. I wanted to bounce off your heads. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. Um that's interesting. Yeah, how the I, I, I often wonder if the planets aren't really out there as as planetary mm-hmm. objects as we're taught and told, what do they represent? What are they in the class the classifications and the naming of planets is mm-hmm. so specific. And that actually has me thinking uh, something that I found fascinating is that all the planets are are very specifically named after gods mm-hmm. and all all of the planets have their own moons and all of those moons have very specific names after like these, there's like moons of Saturn, I think are all Trojan, names of like Trojan mm-hmm. characters. Like Titan. Um, like and, Helena, yeah. yeah. But we on Earth, we just have moon. moon. Yeah. There's moon, no it's name, moon. No, no fun name. It's just called moon. And also Earth is just dirt. Earth is like, Earth, there's no special We're God. the only one that isn't a God. Right. And also yeah. sun. We don't, have, we don't have a special name for it. There's no special name for the sun. It's just called sun, you know. Sun. And it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've thought about that too. Yeah. Like why'd they, why'd they stop it? Why didn't they classify anything on earth? Why didn't we get our own like, why doesn't our moon have a cool name? Well, why because they're like, it? we're yeah. going to call it a moon. So mm-hmm. it took the name. Right. So you can't call other ones moon. You have to call it something else. That's true. That, that, guess, that's yeah. going to be their logic behind it. <laughs> Sure is. I tried to actually do a little digging on that, and I couldn't really get to the bottom of how the naming started because the naming's also very intricate and patterned. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's a just very specific naming structure, but yet they didn't do this to Earth, and they never like came back and reclassified. Like, hey guys, we've named all the moons in our in our solar system, so we're gonna go ahead and name the moon for Earth too, which just makes sense, you know. But no, they never did that. Yeah. No, instead they're busy telling us that there's dinosaur bones on the moon and. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't decide if it's in our atmosphere, not in our atmosphere. Did we go? Didn't we go? Do we have the technology? Did we lose the technology? It's just a mess. Uh, I read a news article recently. I don't know if this is a, seems like it might be totally fake, but how they're, they're, as a a last ditch effort, they're actually going to create a sperm bank on the moon. I just saw that. I saw this. I saw this earlier. Yeah. I thought we can't go back to the moon. First, A, that's ridiculous. But second, like. They they lost the directions. (laughs) 
they're going to put a message in bottle in a bottle and they're going to like shoot out to space <laughs> and see if they can find where it lands so they can shoot all the sperm out over there too. Yeah, exactly. Throw them in a bottle up to space. <laughs> Have you guys, either of you ever seen the lunar wave video? Have you heard of it or seen it? There is a guy, uh, Crow Triple Seven. He he has a podcast too. He's 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 really excellent thinker and and just puts out a lot of great information. And he was filming the moon through his telescope. I want to say it was about five or six years ago, maybe a little longer now. And he ended up putting the video up online, and it it was weird. It was uh, he captured. I'm trying to uh, figure out how to explain it so that it'll make sense. Uh, do you remember old school TVs when they'd have that hum bar that kind of went up? Uh, if you're watching a, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but you, you're watching like a, a show on with antenna TV. I don't know if you guys are old enough for that. I am. Oh, yeah, uh, Thing that came over the screen like a wave yeah like a little wave that would go up the screen yeah and, yeah. and usually that's caused by like electrical interference but he captured this on through his telescope while he's looking at the moon and since he captured it and put it online there have been other people that have also been able to capture it as well so it's just very interesting because seems like an energy some sort of energy yeah it's weird like He's hypothesizing perhaps the moon is not an actual object that th- that's up there, but maybe a projection of some kind. Yeah, I've heard this kind yeah. of theory. Okay. A crater Earth theory, if you heard that, um, where the moon is actually a reflection of Earth. So when you look at, look up at the moon, and you can actually see like land mass on the moon, and it kind of looks like the map of Earth. Like you can see land or, on the moon on a bright night. And I've seen a theory of that is a reflection, some sort of reflection of the of Earth, and that's the moon. But you know, it's it's a bit of a mad one. There's a few videos on YouTube, and he's called the Crater Earth guy, and mm. he, he should look at some of his stuff. And he, he kind of matches this map to the map of the map of Earth, and put, puts it over the map of the map of the moon, and it kind of all all lines up. I gotta check this out. Okay, now yeah. we have to look that. Yeah, Very we have to look that up. Get his name. He's called the Crater Earth guy, but he's um, got some really interesting stuff. And he, he says the, the moon is a reflection of the Earth in the dome, so it's like reflecting oh. off the dome. It would, might make sense why people say they've seen lights on the moon. Interesting. Mm. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, sometimes it just looks so big and so far, doesn't look far away. It doesn't look twenty six thousand. No, for sure. Yeah, for like, sure. The last full moon we had, like sometimes the moon is so big, and where you see it, it looks like it's, it's got to be way closer. <laughs> the pups are at it. <laughs> so we were talking about the moon. The quote unquote the, moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the moon. The character known as the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't even know if anything's up there. Yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah, it's it's interesting. But if you guys get a get a minute, try to look up lunar wave. And I think his video is still on YouTube. If his is not, because I know they were censoring him a lot. If his video is not there, I'm sure there are other ones that are out there. And it's it's just it's very interesting because you look at it and you're just like, what is that? Like, what's happening? And they've ruled out any kind of electrical interference and and that kind of stuff. So it's just weird. It's very very. 
strange. When I saw it, I'm like, what? It looks like a humbar, like I said, from like an old, you know, watching TV. So it's interesting. Yeah. If if nothing else, I think we can all agree that we don't really know where we are, <laughs> or what we what we're on, or what we're, you know mm-hmm. what surrounds us. Mm-hmm. We know what we're told, but that's about it. We don't know. We have no idea, really, do we? That could be kind of a mental prison. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like because you you don't really know where you are. Mm-hmm. Are we really just a giant chunk of rock hurling through space? I know. You know, around a giant ball of fire. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. We're something so special, but we just we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to know. We're we are programmed from the moment we're born to to not know ourselves and to not know this realm, and we're fed all sorts of fairy tales and cartoons about space and dinosaurs and yeah, and everything. I think is to point us away from our a, a truth that can be found and unlocked within us within each of ourselves so it's like we're the rats and it's the pied piper you know playing the tune oh follow me follow me don't follow your natural instincts right right follow Follow me yeah and by giving us like all these physical planets and stuff it it could be i think said this last time it's keeping us away from thinking earth could be bigger than what it really is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and they tell us infinite space but what if infinite space is on earth Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Crazy when you think about it. Just it's yeah. it's insane. It makes you wonder too. Uh, I think we may have talked about this on our uh, last show with you, Rambo, uh, about Antarctica and how we're not allowed to go there and everything. And maybe there's something beyond the ice wall, or you know, maybe yeah. like you were saying, it just continues and keeps mm-hmm. on going and keeps on going. And I wonder if maybe that's why. Uh, another reason why all this stuff is going on now with the, with COVID and everything, and they're talking about making it more difficult to travel because you have people now with technology, especially who maybe can figure out ways to get to places we're not supposed to go for whatever reason. Definitely, and that's what yeah. So we're getting us this tightening security worldwide. Yeah. Definitely, that could that could be. But well, I do believe it's bigger than what we're told, and I believe there's other civilizations, and they call they say aliens, but they call an an immigrant an alien mm-hmm. as well, right. which yeah. just come from another part of Earth. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, could be, <laughs> could be that yeah. just that we're just called- trapped under this. Like they like us to think it's like a dome or something. And, just a mental dome that we're trapped here mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. This is where we think that that's it. See, so I we, wonder. Our world, we're trapped in this yeah. world. See, I, I, I wonder if it's like different frequencies. Like maybe like as humans, you think, oh, our vibration can only go so high. We can only tune into certain frequencies, how like people, you can only see certain colors of light, your brain interprets things. And I wonder, maybe it's a different frequency. There's so many other frequencies out there that we're not tuned into. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, they don't want us to tune into it. Like we have the ability to, 
but they don't want us to. And that's all the distraction. That's everything. Uh, like, I, I just kind of wonder, maybe it's all here. We don't really need to travel outward. It's all here. Like, when you think about it, when you think about, like, the collective consciousness, when you think about your higher self, it's always there. It's just at a different level. I like that. So I wonder if it's not necessarily like a physical thing to touch. And people say they see spaceships. And maybe if it is something, it's a different frequency and that's why it goes in and out. It's nothing to do with outer space. It's just it happens to be here. And it's just whether their frequency is changing or our frequency is to see it, that's why that's there. But it's just a thought in my head that I, I, I ponder. Definitely. I, I believe that, that it could all be frequency and there could be like multiple like civilizations living beyond the, all on different frequencies all right here. Yeah. Like everything's here. Yeah. Everything yeah. is here. But here is so vast and there's so many frequencies of it. It's like a radio station. Like you're going... Like, you know, you, you have this station, everything's kind of there for you, but it's about, you know, tuning in to just get it perfect. Yeah. yeah. And we can live, we can live either in tune or out of tune with our, with our lives. Mm -hmm. and so life can be very flowy and seem like everything is just unfolding very naturally for you, or you can be living out of tune mm -hmm. with the harmon harmonics of, of your life and, mm -hmm. Everything is hard. Everything you do is hard. Static. And static. Yeah. Fuzz. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're deep going, thoughts. We're getting yeah. deep here. Like <laughs> deep thoughts. I love the idea of the frequency realm, though. If you can, if you can elevate your vibration, I I do believe that you can begin to. You know, I say our vibe attracts our tribe. Yeah. If you are vibing in a in a very positive, very strong, like it's it's like a beacon point for other it's like a beacon light, like a lighthouse for other ships in the night, like to to know where the light source is. And I think that we can like find people that are on our our specific wavelength. Mm -hmm. And it goes too when you're not doing very good, when you're on like a negative wavelength, mm -hmm. you're going to find characters in your life that are also riding that very specific negative wavelength yeah. and you guys are yeah. And so I think that I think that just by and changing, I think that to change the world around us, we have to change ourselves. Mm -hmm. And by changing yourselves, everything around you can change for the good, or for the better, or for the worse. Yes. Depending on how you how you change, yeah. Absolutely. Because you, if you change, it, you can look back on your former self as a completely different person. You know, I can, and that that tells me how much I have changed over time. It's like it left the former person behind and become a new person through. Seeing the world differently. I look at it as like evolving, kind of like a butterfly, right? Yeah. You're a caterpillar. Shedding you, shedding you fall itself. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're growing, you're evolving, you're changing. And it, it doesn't take away like, doesn't mean like, oh, the caterpillar, caterpillar was worthless or it was wrong. It's just, it was a different stage. And, and now we're here. I don't know. I, I try to always find the positive in everything. It's yes, like, because a lot of times people beat themselves up over who they were or what they thought. And it's like, doesn't matter because everything brought you to where you are now. It's at that point. And it's your journey. It's part of your journey. And yes. you, you live and you learn, don't you? And you yeah. grow. How, how do we learn? We make mistakes. Yeah. You know? And, and then we learn from them. 
Wow. There are no mistakes, only lessons yes. that will be there you go. until they're learned. Yes, I <laughs> know. I'm like, we, we've taken such a turn from talking about fake oh. Lisa Lamb. I know. Now we're, now we're getting to the real. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's yeah, fun. It's fun. So, uh, These types of things lend themselves to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. Do you guys want to one more time just tell everybody about your podcast? Yes. Tell everybody where to find you. And we'll, uh, we'll start wrapping up. Yeah. Well, I'm Human Vibration. You can find me on Twitter at Human Vibration. And also now I'm on Instagram at Human Vibration, human vibration underscore Insta. And our podcast with myself, Human Vibration, with Rambo, and with another guy, Murph, who you'll be talking to later and have a podcast with him out. Um, we... We just we talk about we talk about a lot of the stuff we talk, we discussed today. We it's it's these types of discussions. You guys together have really introduced to me, reinforced how important it is to have these types of ongoing conversations about everything and nothing. I think mm-hmm. that's really important that we tackle the big stuff, but also the interesting stuff, the fascinating little fascinating, the weird stuff, the weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And so that's 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 ultimately it's it's a chat um, through kind of our lens, and we all kind of do similar things where we where we take the everyday understanding, everyday knowledge, and um, scrutinize it in a, in a, in a new way. Um, it's, it's been really fun. It's been really fun to do. Awesome. And Rambo, where can everybody find you? Yeah, uh, on Twitter is SeekTheTruth101 or Rambo, I'm sure it'll come up as well. And I just post stuff like trying to show the world how things are fake, you know, and how they can fake it and how I think you've done a good job pointing out it's easier to do than we realize. No pun intended with Real Eyes Radio. Real, uh, yeah. That's right, Real Eyes Radio. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for, thanks for calling that, that back. I realized yes. I didn't say the name. <laughs> no worries. It was just like realize. And then, oh, yeah. <laughs> See, things happen for a reason. No thank coincidences. So thank you guys again. And we're definitely going to have to do this again, maybe on a different topic next time, or maybe we just get back together again and yeah, talk about no whatever. Totally. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for having us. So that was a lot of fun. That was awesome. Conversation went in a couple of different places. That we, <laughs> we, that's the go fun ahead. thing. It's like we have our topic and we discussed our topic, but then we talked about other things. It's like I want to take advantage when they're on the show because it's just so much fun and they're such wonderful people and fun to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Should I should always just keep the, the – thing recording even after we're done the interview because we, those we those talks going. always yeah we always keep going and those are always fun it's nice just to have talks oh, for yeah. ourselves yeah too, of, course, of course yeah of course it's just one of those things that I, I like i like to share with people i guess is is all i'm saying but they they, yeah. they just have so many so many incredibly good thoughts that come out of their minds and so I think that's why, because you just want to share it all with yeah, Well, everyone. yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just, yeah, they're fun. A lot of fun. Yes. We'd love to hear your thoughts, everybody, about mm-hmm. the Elisa Lamb yes. story. I'm going to call I'm gonna call everything stories. The character, now, it's really Elisa all they Lamb, are. They're yes, stories. the story. I yeah. want to know, like, did anyone else watch it and within, like, the first episode of it think, okay, this is totally fake and she's not real? Anyone else think that? 
bit. Perhaps. I think, again, the reason I mentioned it in our interview, I'm looking at everything through a completely different lens now mm-hmm. and looking at things from a totally different perspective. And I think if you look at things that way, you're going to start to pick up some of these things. But it's not. It's definitely not something that just happens. I think it's a, it's a gradual awakening, I guess yeah. you could say. Well, well, for me, it was like, I watched it. I'm like, okay, this is fake. I'm like, she's not real. Just everything that was standing out to me. And then when I started doing the research, like if I did research and I found information that showed she was real, I'd be like, okay, I'm wrong. But I couldn't find anything. But if you have and you can prove us wrong, let us know. Absolutely. Challenge us. Let us know. So and tell us where you got this information. Let us know because maybe I missed a place. I I never want to be... I never want to be that person that's like, no, I'm right and that's it. No, if I'm wrong, let me know. If, if, well, yeah, but, but I, I also appreciate if somebody wants to disagree, that's great. Disagree, but yeah. to give me your viewpoint, not just you're wrong because. Oh I, yeah. I, I'm like not if you've done the work that. and you found something else, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I'm always open to new stuff. I, I think that's just the, in my view, the best way to be. Learning just, is fun. Yeah. But just being open to yeah. new ideas and things. Absolutely. So, Again, reach out to us. We are on social media. We are on Twitter. At HomewreckerPod. We're on Minds. Minds. At HomewreckerPodcast. And uh, as always, our website. HomewreckerPodcast.com. There it is. Mm -hmm. And of course, as always, like, subscribe, anywhere you listen to your podcast, please. We really appreciate it. YouTube, Bridie on. I've been trying BitChute, but I'm not having any luck uploading our videos. It just... doesn't work so um, we gave it the old college try we did but we're also on odyssey we as are well. i'm trying that out so that's kind of testing yeah to from, see how i like it i'm not super thrilled with it yeah but it is it is a it's another platform and yeah. it's also kind of just to have our stuff out in case YouTube but that's just why just decides. go to Brighty on. Yeah, Bri- Brighty on's really good. Yeah, they're good as well. But, but if yeah, you know we're about just a platform, and, let us know too. Uh, I'm, they're popping up everywhere. Yeah. It's just a matter of yeah. getting on there and finding one that sticks. And go so. to my Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique, and my website, harrowbymonique.com. You can get organite, smudging spray, tarot readings. Lots of fun stuff, so check it out. And how can people Aren't find you? Aren't you like a minister too or something? I am. I'm an ordained minister. Yeah, yes. there you go. And I got another thing coming out that I'll be doing, but that's that's a little bit down the road. What do you call, a, a if you're a guy and you do a lot of stuff, it's jack of all trades. What about when a woman does it? Jack of all trades. Okay, jack of all trades. There you go. Jack of awesome trades. How can people find you quick? AlexAreonFitness.com or on Twitter at the AlexAreon because that's it. It's just one, me, Him. the and that's it. Yeah. So until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. <laughs>